What's up, goons? We're a little late this week. I apologize. This is episode 100.5. I'm going to call it that. I mean, label it regular on the thing, Mike. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn, and I'm joined by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Stalwart as ever, Chris. Yeah? I notice uh, 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 there's something wrong with your face. What's wrong? It's, uh, it's, it's distractingly hideous. I, what, is happening, what has happened to your face? What do you mean? It, you look different. Yeah, I look, you I look, look like a scallop. I look young and handsome. You're the only person I've ever seen. You lost a bet when you had to shave your beard. Uh-huh. Um, that's right. You had to shave Alex outside. You had to shave her mm-hmm. well done. from uh, head to toe. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no. You had to shave your facial hair. You were the only person that I've ever seen look older after shaving a big, bushy beard. In the history of mankind, it has never once happened. I don't think I look older. You absolutely look older. You think I look older? The beard was distracting me from all the problems with your face. What's wrong with my face? You look like... How do I put this politely? You look like if one of the seven dwarves was also a dumb Russian construction worker, and it's infuriating. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? I'm going to say Grumpy. I don't think... No, Doc. You look like Doc if he was a Grumpy, if he was a stupid construction worker. Okay. All right. Without a beard. I'm just glad it's not dopey. Yeah, no, no. You're not. Do- dopey was spelt. <laughs> you, you dickhead. <laughs> I mean, look, Mike, you're in your like mid-40s. You look like 52 right now. I am, I'm in my mid-30s. That's impossible. What are you talking about? It's impossible. What? That doesn't make any sense. I'm 30. I just turned 34. That's insane. I thought it was 44. No. Why do we do 44 whippets on your birthday? I mean, this is how many was left in the box. All right. So you don't have a beard. What has been the most jarring reaction to this lack of beard? Uh, I mean, like, Dave Temple walked right past me last night. I had no clue who I was. Well, he thinks all white people look the same anyway. Right, but I think the beard... We'll get to that in a minute. I think the beard is what made it stand out. Oh, You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the beard was my identifying factor Wait, Mike? Mike's got a beard. Right, and, like, that's kind of where I'm at, so I got Mike, white guy beard. Chris, white guy, hat forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, because of Dave Temple, I made a spite potato salad for the 4th of July. Did you? Yes, that's why I made that potato salad. Yeah? Which was delicious, wasn't it? I, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a potato salad guy. I did see multiple, eating, multiple people eating a potato salad and talking about how great it was. Yeah, including uh, Napoleon. Uh-huh. Also, but, but this started, I said I was not going to make potato salad for this barbecue. And Dave Temple said, oh, you better not. And I was like, what? He's like, you know why people can't be making potato salad. <laughs> and I was like, what? He was like, look, man, there's a whole cottage industry based on telling black folks not to eat white people's potato salad. <laughs> and I was like, is that, a, is that, I thought that was just a hacky Medea thing. He's like, nope, can't eat your potato salad. If you bring potato salad, I'm not eating it. And he did not have any. Napoleon had some. Dave didn't try it? Did not take one bite of the potato salad that Why I made. Why not? Simply despite Dave Temple. That's hurtful. Can well, we can we please challenge well, NNFA? It was, it can was we helpful. please to a potato challenge sa- NNFA to a potato salad cook-off? To a potato salad cook-off. I will do that right now Ooh. if either of them want to cook a potato salad versus me and a blind taste test potato salad cook-off. That sounds awesome. But here's the thing. Dave will say... Only black people are allowed to taste the potato salad. You know what? Dude, that's like that's like Rocky going to Russia. Dude, I'll take that. I'll take send this over to them. 
Send this over to them right now. But clip it here because I'm about to say some racist shit. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do that. This could have been a fun bit. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. But I did look up. Um, I did look up some articles about white people and potato salad. Uh, uh, first of all, there's a movie from 2006 starring one Jaleel White called Who Made the Potato Salad? Uh, apparently it's a romantic comedy where nobody trusts his potato salad because he hangs out with too many white people. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yes. There's uh, no white people on the box cover. <laughs> no, there's not. But they're still they're still suspect of the potato salad. So it's just it's strictly like because he like works in a bank or something. No, he's a cop, I believe. He's a cop. He's a cop, so they yeah, don't you trust can't his eat a potato salad. That's fair. I, mean, I wouldn't trust a lot that. of Irish cops. You know potatoes. They yeah, they know potatoes, but I think that's more of a yearning to survive thing. The Irish, they just need the potato for nerd. They just eat it raw. They just bite into it like an apple. Yeah, but it's like you know, as I, potatoes were the sweetest fruit around at the time. <laughs> uh, no, I, I feel like yeah. I don't know. That's that sounds like a god awful movie. Have you seen it? No, 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 no. I've only found out about this after Dave told me that white people aren't allowed to make potato salad. So this is the... This and here, no, again, here's how this started. It was like, people were saying, like, who's bringing stuff to the bar? We all went, we went to the same barbecue, all of us. Me, you, Dave, uh, Napoleon was there, Andre Kim, who's at uh, Ed, the owner of Brooklyn Comedy Club's house. Ryan Long was there. A bunch of people were there. My girlfriend was there. Alex was there. It was a great day. It was a fun day. Nice day. It was had by all. They were talking about who's going to bring stuff. I was like, oh, I'll make like a couple of salads. This way you guys don't have to worry about having vegetables. And I was like, I'm not going to make potato salad. It's kind of a pain in the ass. And like, because I make the mayo, I make my own mayo from scratch when what? I make potato salad. Yes. Okay. So, like, that's something that I could understand not trusting. What do you mean? Like, look, if I didn't know, right, that you actually know how to cook well, uh huh. I wouldn't trust someone from Brooklyn who says they know what they make their own mayo for the potato salad. You, why is that an untrustworthy thing? That's they make some your hipster own ass shit, dude. No, that's a chef thing. Okay, but it's also it's very much a hipster thing. But also, okay, let's break this down. A mayo is basically just a hollandaise that somebody fucked up. Okay, I, They're very similar. Do you know that hollandaise just can become mayo? I didn't know. If, I, you add, if you add grease to it? Yeah? Yeah, it's basically the same ingredient. No, hollandaise has butter instead of oil. But like, it's just an emulsion with eggs and egg yolks and lemon and then some sort of fat. Hollandaise is basically you have to slow cook over a flame. Uh, it's uh, it's egg yolks, butter. I've made a hollandaise in fucking twelve years. I'm sorry. Uh, lemon and probably salt and pepper. I can't quite remember, but you have to slow making a hollandaise from scratch. It's delicious, but it's super not worth it uh, because you have to make the exact amount for what you're eating because it tastes like shit in about ten minutes. Like if you're getting hollandaise at brunch and you're like, this hollandaise is so good. And it, and you notice, you look around you. If there's a ton of people eating hollandaise sauce, that's from a jar. Nobody's making their own hollandaise sauce nowadays. You should be because it's the right way to do it. It's significantly more tasty. Um, You're talking about at a restaurant. I'm saying at a restaurant, they don't make their own Bernays or hollandaise sauce most of the time. They buy a, a, a quality jarred item. How long does it take? To make hollandaise sauce? It takes a while, like 15 minutes. Okay, per, like, individual. No, if you've got, that's the thing, is, like, if you're not waiting, if you're noticing, like, okay, if Eggs Benedict is going to four different tables at the exact same time, they're maybe making their own hollandaise sauce. But if you get an Eggs, like, if not a lot of people, look around. You go, okay, people are eating Eggs Benedict, but let me see how often it's coming out. 
if there's an eggs benedict coming out and then like another one in a few minutes and then another one in a few minutes that hollandaise is from a jar there's just no way to batch hollandaise like that oh like it just tastes bad almost immediately like you can't put it in the fridge and reheat it it's just whatever Hmm. this is a thing but so yeah i make the mayo from scratch what i do is this i boil the potatoes Here's what I did, which I would no- never normally do, but because this was a spite potato salad, I don't want to leave anything to chance, Mike. <laughs> I almost would never peel the potatoes just because that's where all the vitamins in the potato is in the skin, right? So I just leave them in. The potato salad's good enough, right? Right. So, so uh, 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 peel the potatoes just because I don't want to leave anything to chance. And what I did was, see, because I noticed, and here's, here's something I noticed, is white people mostly don't put pickles in their potato salad. Do you know that? I... You, you would guess that white people don't put pickles in their potato salad. I, I don't eat potato salad because I assume there's pickles in it. Oh, you don't eat potato salad because it's a salad. Yeah. I just ordered you a gyro platter, and you said make sure there's absolutely nothing green. Because Mike gets annoyed because he's like, that's valuable white sauce space <laughs> Yeah. In, in this tin. You can only fit so much white sauce. Fill it up to the top. It needs to be <laughs> swimming in white sauce. Every leaf of lettuce that is in this gyro platter is taking away valuable real estate from white sauce. So, like, I did an equation. It's, you know, for every 3.6 cubic inches of mm-hmm. lettuce, right, you're losing one teaspoon of, of white sauce. That's a good, that's some good math right there. You know, so it's like, you know, you add that up over time. You're basically an architect. Yeah, I mean, only of gyros. Yeah, you're a gyro architect, yeah. <laughs> gyro architect. A shawarma tech. <laughs> um, I went to Halalvert. That's pretty good. Um, so yeah, uh, there's this. I I saw soulfoodpot.com that you have to put pickles in black people potato salad, and so what I do is I pickle onion like my own onion, and then I pickle celery, and I put that in my potato salad, and then I use fresh sage instead of like dill, but I still use like paprika and salt and pepper and shit, the same shit you put in potato salad. I don't, I don't, I don't understand what this weird potato salad line is. But then I saw an article that this soul food pot linked to uh, uh, on the root. You know, the best, uh, the best journalism. Place to get your news. It's a place to get your news. But uh, um, what they say is a mistrust of white people's potato salad a universal truth of blackness? Not at all. Some of us like it, but don't consider it essential enough to care very much about. Uh, and some of us don't like it at all. We call them those people coppas. I don't know what that means. Oh, is he saying that they're the police for not liking potato salad? Is it, is That's it, probably where that movie came coppas from. Coppas or kappas? It says kappas. C A P K A P P A S. Kappas? I'm a s- Why would that make you not like potato salad? Okay. Well, we gotta look this urban dictionary up. Yeah. Now. I think we're really we gotta learn this is the way we learn, you know? Uh, I'm trying to bridge the fucking potato salad color line. K-A-P-P-A-S? That's what, this, that's what this article in The Root says, and I assume they speak for all black people, whoever it is they're interviewing here, who I didn't bother to learn about. Um, yeah, it's a, this is an article by Damon Young. but They don't even say who they're interviewing. They just say that during a black Jeopardy skit on SNL, they made fun of potato salad, and then they just start talking to a person that they don't name. So it says kappas, meaning... I I think it Pull means it okay. I I can't find like a real. Uh, so Kappa's it's the first Black Greek sorority for college educated women. Okay. So it's like I guess they're saying those are the kind of gals who like white people potato salad. Who don't like potato salad at all? Or who I thought they they said is Kappa. it like an Uncle Tom thing? 
I think that's kind of the the inference that they're making here. I don't know. So apparently there's this long story in here about some woman named Megan making a potato salad that looks like uh, clam chowder that plops. My potato salad did not do any of those things. It looked like potato salad. I One thing I will say is I did not put eggs in my potato salad. Can we get... All right. Can I text Napoleon for a review of your She's potato like, salad? like, hey, by chance, did you eat any of the potato salad Chris made? What did you think? Yeah, text him. Let's see what he says. Yeah, I'm texting him right now. I hope he's not with Dave because they're going to know we're obviously talking about this on the air. Uh, no, I'm tell- I'm going to tell him it's for the air. Oh, you can't tell him until after he tells you. I mean, he's going to know. Okay. Sorry, this is... Uh, I wish we had talked about this beforehand. Well, sorry. <laughs> um... Look, we got other things to talk about. We can come back to this in a little bit. I'm just saying I made a spiked potato salad for the 4th of July. I haven't even celebrated the 4th of July in years. So it's like, all right, let's go. You know, I almost wanted to do something for the 4th of July this year because I got sick of reading people's texts like, no real reason to support the 4th of July this year. Like, this is the year? You fucking hack. This year? Why? Because of Roe v. Wade? You know how many fucked up things America's done? You know all the reasons why we shouldn't be celebrating the 4th of July? All those countries we bombed, you fucking idiots. Literally the antithesis of what this country is supposed to stand for. True. Yeah. This country stands for abortions. We yeah, kneel we like, for abortions. We, we kneel for abortions. We right? kneel for abortions. Yeah. We kneel so you don't need abortions. <laughs> Suck some dicks, ladies. Dude, I like that. I kneel for abortions. I stand for the flag. <laughs> I slide down flagpoles for abortions. <laughs> Tetherball for abortions, right? Yeah. Um, did he get back to you? No. Napoleon? Not yet. I just no. texted him. All right. I want to know. Yeah, so this argument, this this thing from the, hold on, let me see if I can find this ridiculous quote. Uh, okay, so here's a quote from an article that they posted in here. The potato salad preparing duties are usually given to a person who has earned them because this process involves a measure of trust. And years of experience have taught us that potato salad made by someone named Shirley or Big Frank or Eleanor, someone black enough and old enough to say things like, I went to the prom with Otis Redding and Criminal Minds is on, is probably going to be good. You know something? I can't argue with that logic. I can understand why you would rather trust any of those people than me with potato salad. However, it's just such an innocuous dish. You know what I mean? No, what do you mean? Like, I get if you don't want to trust somebody with mac and cheese, it's easier to fuck up. Potato salad, if you're using jarred mayo and just pickles from a jar and, like, a little mustard and salt, like, what the hell is there to fuck up? If you put raisins in it, that's the classic Is that an actual thing? People do that. This is like when they say that white people smell like wet dog after it rains. I don't buy it. I'm sure some white people smell like wet dog after it rains. Yeah, the shaggy man from Steve Martin in that movie. That's about it. Werewolves. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I guarantee multiple gas digital employees after it rains. The ones that look like dogs? Yes. But they look like dogs. Okay. Well, they yeah. might be dogs. <laughs> they might be dogs. Yeah. That's I don't a good, know. That's a great band name for fucking Byron and 
<laughs> Omri. First of all, neither of those guys are white. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, Omri is like a desert Jew. <laughs> yeah. And barely white. Israeli's still white, no? I don't know. He was raised in the desert. White people are a fair skin. Whereas people. I was raised in the desert. <sighs> Napoleon, get back here yet? <laughs> no, he's texting me. Bobby Hutch is furious at that joke outside. <laughs> he literally just walked into the window to shake his head at me. <laughs> to be like, what are you even doing with this kid? <laughs> All right, look. We'll get back to this later. I'm just I just wanted everybody listening to know I made a spite potato salad. Dude, that's sick. And I do want to challenge NFA to it. To a potato salad cook off. Oh yeah. But that means I have to change my potato salad recipe because now everybody knows it. So you'll be able to pick it out. Actually, you know we'll do strictly their listeners. How about that? What do you mean? I'll, they can pick the fucking judges. Oh yeah, so they have an email list from Black Ass every weekend. Mm-hmm. Dude, you could do it at, you could do it after Black Ass. That's actually the funniest I would do that. Way to if do you it. pitch this to Dave, I will do it. Yeah. But just to let everybody know listening to this, this wasn't pre-planned, so this may never come to fruition. <laughs> do not say we don't polish off bits. We finish bits on this show, even if it takes two years. When have we not finished a bit? Name one. Yeah, name one bit we never finished. You can email askthegoon at gmail.com. Let us know <laughs> a bit that we didn't do. Name one. Some of them are still in the works. Who knows? <laughs> we might let you know. Yeah. There's going to be a payoff to all of those bits. It's got an I. Shout out Goon Squad. <laughs> it's not an F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's just not done yet. We can go back and chase that grade. We got three years. Moving on. Mike, how are the Goon Squad doing? Uh, pretty Move. solid. Last I checked, I know they. I know they just dropped a game on Tuesday because mm-hmm. somebody hit me up recommending that I take the under uh, live for the second half. Did you? No, 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 no. Did no. it come I, in? It did. It did. I'm on for, it, It's it's really unfortunate. What's the next possible bet we can do for the Mohegan Sun, our beloved goon squad, the from the WNBA? Because well, by the way, the WNBA is going to be the sports league of the future. If you don't know that, we're calling it now. It's a growth industry. Uh, so their next game is July thirteenth. It's the All Star break right now. Mm. So let's see. Let's see how many of our girls made it. Okay, to the All Star game. Yeah, probably most of them. I mean, I would assume. Yo, do you think the junkie, the, the junkyard dog, dog, made it? Yeah, she's definitely in there. All right, this is our guide to the WNBA All Star game. Yeah, pull it up. Who? I don't even know all the teams. I assume it's the Connecticut Sun, uh-huh. the New York Liberty. I'm going to say the L.A. Sparks, right? Uh, the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> okay. Um, Charlotte Hornets. And the Washington Bullets. That's the WNBA. It's <laughs> the whole league. You nearly I got been, it. I think that might have been an odd number. <laughs> you forgot the Montreal Expos. Oh, the Montreal Expos? Yeah. I forgot that we let Canada into the WNBA finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't have a World Series without Canada, you know? No, no, no. <laughs> then it's just, you know, you're essentially just jerking yeah. off at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Uh, Sue Bird uh, made it to the team. I can bring it up here. Sue Bird? Yeah. She's her, my favorite. It's her 13th selection. Sue Bird Storm? Yeah. That's a fucking dope name. Why do they all have such good names? Well, no, she plays on the Storm. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
I oh okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Sylvia Fowles Lynx is a good name too. Oh, there's a team called the Lynx. Yeah, yeah, no, that's their full name. <laughs> they yeah. legally have to adopt it. Oh, good, because they get married to the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, they're like nuns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like nuns are married to God. WNBA players are married to their team. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they have to legally take the team. And then when they when they thing. when they get traded, they have to get a legal divorce, and then everybody calls them a whore. Yeah. It's just like the church. <laughs> yeah, and then they're you know, all their kids have to carry on the team name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yell shame, <laughs> shame, shame. Uh Sue Bird, Sylvia Falls, uh Sabrina Lonesico. No. Oh, there you go, John Kell Jones. John Quell Jones, the junkyard dog. Reigning WNBA. She's the reigning Kia WNBA MVP. Because we all know if anything says most valuable player, it's Kia. Damn, dude. Damn. Dude, I mean, their top car is the Sportage. That's how you know they're fucking sponsoring athletes, dude. Wait, I thought they had a fucking high-end Kia now. Kia Sophia? No, no, no. Like, I feel like they did what Hyundai did with the Genesis and made, like, a luxury brand. Yeah, but that's, like, Genesis is its own sub-brand. It didn't start as that, though. It started as the Hyundai Genesis. Oh. I would rather have a regular Hyundai than a Genesis. Yeah? Hyundais are nice. The new Hyundais, they're pretty dope inside. Yeah. Honestly, I rented a bunch of cars last summer, and I enjoyed the Hyundai more than like sig- a significant amount. I rented a Hyundai Elantra, like the the hybrid, for a couple weekends, and I enjoyed that a lot more than significantly more expensive cars. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, the Tucson, it's pretty stylish. Is that the truck? Yeah, it's the SUV. Yeah, the new truck is pretty good. Then they have that thing is they have a version of that that's fully uh, hybrid. The Ionic truck, pretty cool too. Sick. All right. Well, Hyundai sponsor notes of a goon. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Korean government. We'll take your money. Yeah. Why not? Hell yeah, dude. Um, Korea is yeah. like the Argentina of fucking Asia. They get the most plastic surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I and didn't the know skin, that. the skincare regimen is fucking insane. Yo, the Kia Stinger. Let me see. Doggy, look at this thing. Oh, that's not bad. That looks like a fucking muscle car. That's like a. Wait, what? Yeah, but if you're spending $40,000 on a Kia, you're also retarded, though, right? Why? Because it's a Kia. We're trying to get sponsored by Hyundai, not Kia. Yeah, true. Is Kia Dude, also Korean? $63,000 Kia. What the fuck? I think it's all electric. Very wind-powered. It's called the Wind Wind? It's the Wind Wind, all-wheel drive. Oh, what kind of car is it? It's a Wind Wind? What? It's a Win Win? No, it's a Wind Wind. <laughs> what? What? It's a win-win. Yeah, it's because for the environment and it's it's fast. No, no, it's not a win-win. It's a wind-wind. What? <laughs> wind-wind. What? I don't under. No, this is my wind-wind. What the fuck are you saying, dude? <laughs> if you say that one more time, I'm fucking you up. What the fuck is a wind-wind? Dude, the wind-wind rules. Wind-wind. Yeah, I want a win-win. It's a wind-wind. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? A win-win situation. You're saying win-win. Win-win. It's a win-win. Dude. Ooh. Ooh. You just triggered me. What, I you just remember something. You from... getting a breeze in there? I just remember. Yes. I remember something from last night with the with the win-win. Win. With the... Win-win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about this? Like, I'm purposely trying to gaslight you. Oh. Some fucking... Do you want... Ah, forget. I don't want to hijack your thing. You may as well gaslight me. All right. This fucking... This host yesterday, right... At the show? Yes. So we were both at? Yes. Okay. Calls up Isabel Hagen as Elizabeth Hagen. And I stop him. And I'm like, dude, 
read the lineup before you go up on stage. Like it's Isabel Hagen. He said, that's what I said. Elizabeth Hagen. And I was like, wait, what? And then he tried to make it seem Mm -hmm. right. Like he was saying Isabel Hagen, but as like, he kept saying Elizabeth and then being like, yeah, I said, Isabel, you just misheard it. Damn, that motherfucker's gaslighting you, dude. Dude, it was the most insane thing I've ever seen. He this said is not it, a win-win situation. It's a it's a very lose-lose situation. It's a lose-lose situation. Lose-lose. <laughs> it's a lose-lose situation. I don't have, know. Dude, have you ever had that happen where somebody like gets something wrong? Bro, D used to argue with me years ago. Uh-huh. And he would have he would be wrong, right? <laughs> And he we would he would get in a circular you know when you get in a circular argument with like a, your girlfriend, so he would do that. But he would every time we would go around the loop, he'd see me get a little more angry, so he'd know I wouldn't be paying attention. So he'd gradually change his argument closer and closer to mine. And then over the course of forty minutes, he'd be like, "See, we're saying the same thing." And I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> That's the worst because that is my move. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred percent. We all know that move. you're a gaslighter. <laughs> Damn, dude, it does not feel good to have it done to you. <laughs> uh, all right, so who else made the team? Uh, okay, we have uh, NK Angok Mike. No, from our, from our squad. Oh, from the sun? That's it. Just the junkyard dog. Just the junkyard dog. Dog, she's a reigning defending MVP. That's true. She's about to hit that two time, two time, two time. Can we bet on the WNBA All Star game? Uh, we would have to take the East, I guess. I don't think it's done like that anymore. What do you mean? It's like done by like captains. Oh, yeah. They don't even do that in the regular NBA. The MNBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, yeah the MNBA, as it will soon be called. So yeah, they uh yeah, it's captains. Oh. Okay, so I don't like that at all. Starters. Okay, joining Wilson Stewart and Foles as ATT ATT. So wait, can somebody starters. hold on, wait a second. So can but it's still divided by uh conferences. It's gotta be. No, so the all star voting is divided by conferences. Okay. Right? So the all star uh Oh, so basically you can have two captains that play in the same conference, but everybody else is from different conferences. No, 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 no. No. So the way it works is it's a captain from one conference, a captain from another conference. Okay. Right? Um, then, like, the voting to get the players into the pool, it's like, you know, 10 from the East, 10 from the West, right, let's say. And then the captains pick. Then the captains can pick. So you could pick all East players. You could pick a mix of both. But – I thought you still had to have all the people from the same team on the same... Like, if you had two All-Stars from, say, the Bulls, don't they have to be on the same All-Star team? They could be on opposite no, teams? No, they could be on opposite teams. Oh, that is kind of more interesting. Yeah. It's fun. Hmm. Um, and then they play shirts versus skins now, too, right? Yeah, only in the WNBA. Dude, do you think people get mad if they're picked last in the, uh, in the All-Star game? Oh, yeah. There's, like, always articles written about it. By the guy? No, no, no. By, like... Fucking, oh, it's just shucks. It's no, it's just a media talking head thing where it's like, oh man, James Harden last one to get picked at the All Star game. Oh, you know? James, he should have shaved his beard like you. He'd look older, more distinguished. Last thing that guy needs to look is older. Um, let's see here. Uh, so our girl, 
mm-hmm. right, is going to be on uh, Stewart's team. Wilson Stewart, Foles, John Quell Jones, and Angul Mike. I know we're big fans of John Quell Jones around here. Mm-hmm. But does that not seem like the names of one of the football players in the Key and Peele sp- sketch? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, so that's our update on the WNBA. Uh, you know, we watch every game, but we just have to update everybody else because we know you guys aren't watching, but it really is the sport of the future. Dude, it is. Their fundamentals are just so good. The fundamentals are good, but I'm telling you, the athleticism is getting there. Dude, they're dunking. They're starting to dunk. Hell yeah. They can all deep throw it, too. It's pretty sick. They don't even like to suck a dick. No. They just have that kind of skill level. Just great at it. Athletes, yeah. natural athletes. Shout out Big Chicken. Mm-hmm. Move on. Moving on. Mike, we got to talk about uh, 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 friends of ours. Oh yeah, I suppose we should talk about some friends. You know what? Let's talk about the friends that we have over at Yo Delta. You know about those guys? I love those guys. Those guys are great. Yo Delta, they're friends. What they do is they make Delta Eight THC products. They also make kratom, but we're not talking about that now. Uh, but they make Yo Delta Delta Eight THC products. And if you go to YoDelta.com, they have high quality carts and gummies that are very good. And here's the thing. If you live in a state that happens to have uh, weed is legal, is illegal. Delta 8 is often legal. It's federally legal. So if you're in one of those states and you're a little worried about going to prison for having marijuana on you. As you should be. Yeah, because you can get raped in the butt in prison. That's the whole deterrent factor of prison in this country is we bake rape right into the punishment. The threat, the looming threat of rape is constantly there. I'm so much more worried about rape than having my freedom being taken inside away. inside of a place? Yeah. Where dude, they're going to feed me? Dude, if you took rape off, if they sewed up your butt when you went to jail, everybody would just be like, whatever, this is fine. If they made it so that if you were to rape someone, right, mm-hmm. you would be put to death instantly mm-hmm. in prison. Prison wouldn't be that bad. There'd be way more people in prison. I'll Doug, tell you right I would now. be people all... People would just be committing... If they took rape off the table in prison... Yes. Like, you, we wouldn't even need Delta 8. But you need Yo Delta and then find people at YoDelta.com because rape is on the table in prison. <laughs> so that's why look, they're providing a great service to help you not get raped in prison. However, <laughs> if rape was off the table... If rape was off the table and you could just sit in jail... I would just beat people to death. Like, hey, you know you're going to get five years in jail for beating that guy up. It's like, what's in jail? Like, oh, you can, like, lift weights and play dominoes. A bunch of cool bros hanging out. (laughs) Really? Yeah. You can, like, learn valuable skills. They got, like, a library and shit. They teach you how to draw. What? In prison. Yeah. What's the catch? No catch. We got got all the rape out. (laughs) You get the rape out of prison? The fuck am I doing out here like a sucker? Took all the rapes out. If you t- once you take the rapes out of prison, it'd be stupid not to go to jail. Kinda. But until then, go to yodelta.com <laughs> and use the promo code GAS and you get 25% off your order. Right? That's the promo code GAS and you get 25% off your order. That's right. They're saving you 25% so you don't get raped. 25% off you not getting raped. Deal of a lifetime. They're basically paying you to not take a dick in the butt. Go to yodelta.com. Use the promo code GAS. 25% off your order. Moving on. Uh, we do have to talk about Shinzo Abe, who was former prime minister of Japan, and he was shot and killed today as we're recording this. Um, now, Shinzo Abe, do you know much about him, Mike? Um, 
I know, wasn't he a wrestler at one point? No, that was the former, uh, he he appointed the person who invented deathmatch wrestling uh, to the head of the Department of Education in Japan. So, <laughs> do we talk about that on this show? So he rules. He does rule. And here's where, here's actually his lasting legacy, right? Shinzo Abe. Uh, he taught me that, uh, about Amerocentrism and how America views the world and doesn't actually see the world through a world lens, but its own lens. And he was very prolific in that way. Here's how. I was pronouncing his name Shinzo Abe for most of the time he was prime minister because I just kept reading it in articles. And then one Japanese guy corrected me after six years of me doing that. So he showed me that Americans are self-centered and don't know anything about the rest of the world. Also, he uh, uh, made it so that Japan could start manufacturing weapons again. Bok bonk. That is pretty sick. He was the first dude to be like, this constitution is gay, dude. <laughs> this Japanese constitution, we, need, we probably need an army. Uh, China's fucking with us. I can't fuck around. And he was shot today by just some dude who was crazy and didn't like him. From what I understand. Like, there's no... I woke up in the morning, opened my phone, and saw a news alert that said the pr- former prime minister of Japan was killed. I was like, oh, here's the World War Three. Here's the real one. Because I just assumed it was a Chinese assassin. Yeah? That was my first thought was, oh, no, this is not good. And then it turns out it was just a crazy guy in Japan who didn't like him. He got, like, Reagan? Yeah. That guy was trying to impress, uh, I don't know, Chun-Li or something. <laughs> That's what we're going with? <laughs> I could not think of a famous Japanese actress. Chun Li. Yeah. Say. Um. Wait, why does this not have sound? Oh. Yeah. So this is the video of him being shot. So apparently the guy used so guns are super illegal in Japan. So this guy used like a zip gun, not even Head a of ghost the gun. Elections Ooh. on Sunday. Investigators say the suspect arrested at the scene told them he was unhappy with the former prime minister and intended to kill him. The assassination comes as an extra shock because gun violence is extremely rare in Japan. President Biden has responded in a statement saying in part, quote, Boo. I am stunned, outraged, Wait, former prime minister? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend, Shinzo Abe. So he's been outed? Former prime minister of Japan. He resigned because of health. He could have still been. He resigned because of health issues. It was no, like, scandal or anything. Okay. But he was out campaigning for his party. Let's see. This is him getting blasted. Oh, shit. Yeah. The shooting happening around 11.30 a.m. local time pretty was nuts. caught on camera. Oh. Look at this. Look, look, look. this video shows Abe giving a speech near a train station in the city of Nara. Then a plume of smoke can be seen behind him. Witnesses say Bro. they heard two shots. The 67-year-old collapsing. First responders immediately rushed how in. How crazy does that look? That's how. That's what happens when you have a fake gun. Yeah? Like just that puff of smoke? Yeah, you don't see that come out of a gun. True. Pretty nuts, though. When's the last time a head of state got murdered? Even a former one. I mean... Like the last assassination I remember... Saddam Hussein. That's a while ago. Yeah? That's like almost 20 years ago now. Huh. Uh, wasn't oh, I guess Gaddafi. Yeah, didn't they get Gaddafi after yeah, that? Yeah, they got Gaddafi. Yeah, we never talk about those. This is getting a lot more attention than the Gaddafi thing. That seemed like they were pretending that was a good one. They're all not good. Okay. 
Here is the list of government heads who have died in office. In office. Yes. Okay. Um, 1743. A lot of British motherfuckers. A lot of British guys. A lot of illness and sickness. That's just inbreeding. Oh, yeah. William Henry Harrison. Wasn't he? Didn't he get hypothermia at his State of the Union address? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. What an idiot. That sucks. Imagine becoming president and it's just chilly out and you die. What a fucking asshole. Because you had to talk for man oh, long. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't be like, hey, guys, it's kind of cold. Don't worry. I'm going to fucking rock this out. No, you're like, and then on day 167, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get up and I'm going to be like, the British, still pretty stupid and gay. Uh, French, kind of cool as long as you're trading with us. We got to probably eventually do something about this slavery thing. Uh, was that before or after Lincoln? I don't even know. Uh, Harrison was before. Because that yeah, was before so, yeah. 1850. Yeah, that's what, that's what I said. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, we're gonna have to, uh, we'll probably do something about this slavery thing. Maybe the next guy can do it. But I'll get the ball rolling on the slavery thing. Don't you guys worry. Here's how I'll do it. Imagine he just like outlined this great plan on how to avoid the Civil War and still end slavery. And he it took so much explaining and it was so cold that nobody was paying attention, and then he just died? Which one? Oh, the... Harrison. No. So he didn't die that day. I mean, he died... He died 30 days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had fucking horrible hypothermia from his uh, inaugural address, no? Did he? I believe that's what it was. Yeah. It was a fever. Um, dog, this. Look at this. Right? These are all of the heads of state who died in the 45 years between 1950 and 1999. Whoa. It's so fucking... And you hear about none of them. Oh, they're also counting popes in there. Well, like Kennedy. I don't see a pope, do you? Yeah, Vatican City. Oh, that's not even the pope. It's the president of Vatican City. Yeah. That doesn't count. Get that shit off of this list. What are you talking about? It's a country. It's got its own stance. Was it Queen Spider? <laughs> oh, the uh, president of Chad died? Yeah, George Palmer. A lot of assassinations on there, Mike. Mm-hmm. A lot of very bloody coups. Yeah. So let's take a look. When was the last one here? Uh, Khalif bin Zayed Nanyama. From Abu Dhabi. Died of natural causes while okay. still on the job. Uh, oh, the guy from Haiti. Guy from Haiti oh, last we year talked about got it on assassinated. The show. Yeah, that's right. What the hell ever, ha- ever happened to that? They said that something might have been drug-related. Uh, Wait, wasn't there some crazy shit with that? And then nobody ever talked about it again. Yeah, that one, well, you know, there may have been some Clinton connections. Hmm. Um, this one was, uh, this one is interesting. The head of Chad killed in battle. You don't see that much anymore. Heads of state dying in battle. That's pretty dope. That's I mean, Zelensky's gonna. You think so? I mean. Is he the president? Yeah. He's not the mayor of, has the mayor of Kiev died yet? No, it's Vitaly Klitschko. He can't die. No. Yeah. He can't kill He's him. just punching bullets out of the air. <laughs> Uh, Napoleon responded with a laughing face when I asked him for a review. I don't think he's going to give one. <laughs> Damn it. He's probably just high, you know? All right. Can I tell him it's... Can I say seriously, I want to read it on the show mm-hmm. and challenge NFA to... A potato salad cook-off? On notes of uh, uh, goon potato salad hit. You said it? Yeah. That's Napoleon. That's Napoleon. I have the text to prove it. Now, 
despite his name being Napoleon, he is not a small French man. He's a large black man. Mm-hmm. Uh, take that, Dave Temple. You fucking take that. Pause. <laughs> Moving on. That's right. I feel vindicated. You know, even though Shinzo Abe is dead, <laughs> I feel like I've had a good Independence Day. What a... Uh... Well, who? So he's out. He was out. He was out. So who is, who was in? I have not committed the name of the new prime minister, but I did know a lot about Shinzo Abe because he was doing a lot. He was making moves. You know what I mean? Was he campaigning against the new guy, or he was like, "Yo, I, I think he's guy. for him." He resigned, so I'd imagine like one of his boys took over. I don't really know how Japan works. Uh. When he died? Oh, he, like, stepped aside and one of his boys took over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he was just trying to get his boy reelected. He's like, yo, he's my boy. I needed a break. Let him keep doing the thing. He's doing good. That's yeah. literally his only job. Yeah. He's just like, yo. And he got shot for that? Well, it's like an ex-president. It's like Obama going out and fucking stumping. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, people do it. That's yeah, kind of what your job is after fucking... You leave office. They already look so old when they're president, though. But that's the thing. Japanese guys can get away with that. You know what I mean? True. Like, he could have been fucking doing that shit for another 50 fucking 60 years. Who the fuck knows? You make a good point. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> All right. Well, RIP Shinzo Abe. You're kind of a cool dude. Although, a lot of, for what I understand, a lot of people hate him and consider him a warmonger because he wants to start a war with China. Yeah. I think he just wanted to... Some people believe that he just wanted to get it over with because it's going to happen eventually anyway. So he's like, hey, this is... We're going to be... This is the best shot we're going to get. He's a pretty big China hawk. Well, were you telling me that Biden was talking about ending Chinese tariffs to try to ease the economy? Ease inflation. Dude, that's so crazy. Like, I don't know if they're playing 4D chess or what, but like... So you know like China's benefiting from the uh, from the boycotts on Russian gas, right? How so? Uh, so Russia's just selling mad extra gas to China at a discount because there's all these countries they can't sell gas to now. So gas prices are super low in China. Not super low, but they have gone down since the Ukraine war started. Hmm. So that's like a huge benefit to the Chinese economy that gas is super cheap. For the middle class, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, they are playing 40 chess. Dude, it's fucking nuts. If they're doing that, that's fucking crazy. Like, if, if like... If they're just kind of like, yo, we want this war to go on as long as possible. We're getting cheap stuff. And now Biden's like, yo, we'll just lower the Chinese tariffs. It's like, that's a double boon to the Chinese government. The actual scary thing. The Russian government, not particularly scary, really, to American interests. The Chinese government, terrifying. Like, really? Dude, I was talking about this the other day. They have a 500-year plan. Yeah. Joe Biden is so short-sighted that he will cut tariffs to China despite Russia, despite the fact that China is a bigger threat to this country. If China takes Taiwan, this supply crisis situation is going to be so much worse. They're the number one producer of semiconductors on Earth. And Taiwan. That's how all, you know how we're doing all this? Processors. It's another word for semiconductors, Mike. You'd be out of a job. You'd have to grow your beard back and go mining. mining Not Bitcoin. Semiconductors? Not Bitcoin. 
I could mine for semiconductors. You can buy semiconductors on the internet, you mean? No, I could just go into a mine and fucking just get the metal. That's what you I need. I think it's copper. All right. right. I'll go work in a copper Gold? mine. Gold? I don't even know what's in a semiconductor, really. I just keep saying semiconductor. Hmm. Microprocessors. Yeah. Yeah, it's, ter- it's terrifying, isn't it? It is very scary. Yeah. And that's one of those things where it's like, well, Biden's certainly in bed with the Chinese. I don't think he is. I think he's just short-sighted, and he needs to fucking figure out inflation right now for the next election. Xi Jinping is president for life. Or he isn't technically, but he's allowed to be, and his face is not exactly doing honorable elections in China. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, it's not, I think it's a little... I, I think the system's a little... Maybe one, two. Yeah, they know. They understand. No, actually, they do. They, they're listening to this and like, I think those guys want uh, extra duck sauce. And they're like, how'd you know? They're like, everybody wants extra duck sauce. It's um, delicious. No, they... Uh, so I remember watching a thing uh, when I was like 20. And mm-hmm. it was this video of like... I think it was Chinese kids. And the idea behind the video was like, Math is the international language for science. English is the international language for the internet. So, like, little kids were learning English. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know. uh, it was. It's like super easy to get a job online teaching English to Chinese. Oh, it's harder now because so many people were doing it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of Americans were going and living abroad in like Southeast Asia and just teaching English to Chinese kids and making pretty great money that you could live in like vietnam doing that part-time you know what i mean right so like a lot yeah i knew a lot of people who were doing that shit but yeah it's terrifying we're all done for we had one guy that was gonna save us shinzo abe and he's dead he's been killed by a ghost gun but he maybe he'll come because it was a ghost gun maybe he'll come back to life Uh huh. although it's actually it i said before it's a zip gun which i mean saying that well i mean that's pull up a picture of a zip gun and then see if you pull up a picture of the gun they used to kill shinzo abe uh, i got it yeah that's what a zip gun looks like all right no it's not Chris, because it's made by that's do what, i have to get the horse oh my god that's what they used to call it in the 50s pull up now just google image zip gun Wow. it's just a picture of a world war ii rifle and i just look like an asshole no see no the one with the duct tape on it See what I mean? Oh. I remember my dad saying that him and his buddies used to make zip guns all the time. I just remember it as a line from West Side Story. Mm. It's like, yeah, no knives, no zip guns. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's going on in the world. Moving on. R.I.P. Um, there's a lot of other stuff going on. We got to do a quick ask the goon. We got to get out of here shortly. But we will do this real quick. I got a question from a listener. Let me pull this up here. Um, the, The subject line was just, how do? I'm currently working as a welder for a decent sized family company. I've been good friends with the family for years now. I have good standing to move up in the business. And after another year of experience, I will qualify for the inspector's test. 
I make it all I make all right money and enjoy what I do, but I'm looking to start some sort of business or hustle for myself. What do the goons think? What hustle do y'all suggest? What can I do to open up, create more passageways of profit? Thank y'all. Enjoy the show every week. Bong bong. Uh, first of all, I'm gonna need some A-team music for this welding gentleman. <laughs> um, but obviously, the only growth industry for welders right now is building A-team style uh, tanks out of cars because it's about to be the post-apocalypse, dude. Just get started now. Just start building. Pull up some. Turns. Yeah, there we go. That's right. I gotta wait for this to hit. You know. This is you. This could be you. Do you, ladies and gentlemen, need a car with probably some sort of a hockey gate on the outside so that you can ram through some sort of assholes? Just pull up A-team vehicles. Yeah. Look, you need a post-apocalyptic vehicle. We need a kill. Do you need a killdozer? <laughs> Call my mans. It's a growth industry. Look, the killdozer industry. Look, right now you get a hybrid killdozer. People hate the government now more than ever. We're going to need more killdozers. You, sir, could be the first ever. You can have a killdozer show. You know what? I'll invest in this. We'll get a killdozer showroom. Mike, there's all sorts of... You know what? We can retrofit any Toys R Us in the entire country <laughs> that is closed into a killdozer showroom. We'll get there. We, there's already bikes in there. We'll weld them to the side of a bulldozer. It'll make the bulldozer better. We'll take the tires off. We'll put spikes on it. And then you can use a hand crank with the pedals. And then it'll be like a buzzsaw. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a big business for you, dude. This is gonna be great. Just like the AT. Patriots. What do you think, Mike? <coughs> Man, this seems flawless. Yes. I mean, look, if you're it, look, is he is he actually trying to use his welding skills to get his passive income? I mean, up? he didn't mention any other skills. I assume none. Well, it's like, I figure if you're a welder, you're in the union. You probably got good money coming in. Yes. Buy a couple of condos and rent those out. You could also do that. Or. And you can mod them out like the A-team would. <laughs> and that could be like a weird escape room. And then people just jump out with M16s all the time. You're a soldier of fortune, dude. You go where the money is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, dude, you can start an entire business drugging huge jacked up black guys and then getting them on planes. Yeah? Yeah, that was a big plot point in the A-Team. Remember, B.A. couldn't fly, so they had to drug him? <laughs> I thought you were talking about Bane from Dark Knight, but that works, too. Yeah. <laughs> the future's open for you, dude. You're a fan of Notes of a Goon. Oh, man. Uh, well, let's see. I mean, you know, you figure you got good health benefits, right? You could probably, like, just get good prescription pills, right? From your health benefits. Yeah. And then... And you could sell them like Face Man from the A-Team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think you had money for all those leisure suits, dude? And then you take that money, and you build an even bigger Killdozer. <laughs> yeah. You build a Killdozer so big, this planet can't even handle it. You tear the fucking planet apart, and then you run this whole shit. We all have to live on your fucking Killdozer, and it orbits the fucking sun. Just because of your welding skills, dude, it's going to be just like the fucking A-Team. <laughs> I don't remember that episode of the A-Team. Dude, it's like the A-Team if they were fucking Unicron, dude. So, like, they are they have, like, a terraformer. Like yeah. Like a fucking Superman movie. And they make it just out of, like, a uh, tennis ball gun and fucking just uh, hockey sticks and shit. And they all put it together and then now boom. Now you're thinking of MacGyver. Also the A-Team. 
Remember that one episode where they had a Godzilla costume? It was crazy. <laughs> It's gonna be great for you, dude. You're gonna be an inspector. You get an inspector license. This is great advice. If you also need advice, just email askthegoon at gmail.com and we'll solve all your problems. Moving on. All right, you want to do one quick thing before we get out of the studio? We got time for, yeah, one quick thing. Uh, you sent me uh, an article, uh, oh, not an article, a tweet. From libs of TikTok, which sometimes can be a little excessive, and I think they were out of line on this one with the state senator who was twerking in the video. You think they were out of line? Yeah, I think this is a fine campaign ad. There's plenty of campaign ads that involve people shooting things. Have you seen some of the random Southern Republican campaign ads where they're just like shooting effigies of their fucking uh, of their opponents? Okay, so then why don't we just? They'll have a woman with drawn-on eyebrows on there and then put like a, a, a bandito mask on them and then say it's Nancy Pelosi and shoot them in a campaign ad. No. It's like an actual campaign ad. No. For yes. real? Why don't they have conservatives of TikTok? They probably do. Well, huh? conservatives aren't really on TikTok. Well, you know what I mean. Conservatives of fucking Facebook, Facebook. watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because nobody goes on Facebook. Dude, I think it would be fun. Yeah? Honestly, like here's the thing. I, I think it's inbounds to make fun of this. Okay. The same way it's definitely inbounds to make fun of that. Okay. I think but it's nobody... inbounds to make fun of it. Yeah, but I'm just saying nobody, I, I feel like that's what libs of TikTok is about. What do you mean? It's just like, hey, look at this dumb. This is insane. This is something insane on the polls. Right. On, the, on, the, on, the, on either extreme. Right. So what? I don't think this was that extreme. I mean. Let's take a look. Now, this is an attractive lady. She's a state senator. She's twerking upside she's down. She's running for state senator. Oh. But I mean, this is impressive. Senator Mac. No, she's already the senator. It says vote Senator Mac. Yeah. Uh oh yeah. Oh, pull pull up the thread. She is the state senator. Okay, so this is this is what you wanted? Yeah. Uh so apparently they were mad that she has a uh queer inclusive pleasure based sex ed bill. I don't know if it uh got passed. Seems like it didn't, but I don't think we should well, Pleasure-based no, really sex ed excited. is a bad idea. It really excited. Can we all agree with that? Yeah. I don't think... I think you should probably learn how to come without the government involved. Well, no, no, no. What they're saying is pleasure-based, meaning like to do a sex ed program that isn't just faced, focused on reproduction. It should be focused... Sex ed should mostly be focused on reproduction and hygiene. No. They're saying... yeah, I, I mean, Hygiene, certainly. I don't think the pleasure... Ad, I don't think the government should be in, involved in your pleasure. Well, what they're saying is, though, it's like it's 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 not uh, queer inclusive because it's not pleasure based. Yes, because it's like only reproductive. Based. It can be queer inclusive without being pleasure based. Like, I mean, like, you know, butt stuff has poop. That's a hygiene hygiene thing. Fair. Uh, I'm sure there's like a, any number of hygiene things that involve like oral sex between women uh, uh, or some sort of. The best technique for scissoring without throwing out your back. Make a good point. Like I think, like you can do it without being pleasure based. You know what I mean? Like I don't think you should be like, here's how you make someone come. Like remember we watched that video of uh, Jada Pinkett saying that uh, her grandma taught her how to come and it creeped us out. Yes. I feel like there's certain things that you should have to learn on your own, like how to come. Like I have a friend who he first learned how to jerk off 
but like he didn't know how to do it. He just knew it was a thing because he would and he would tuck his cock between his thighs and lay on his side and pull like this. And you can see me and the people can't. But you get what yeah. I'm saying? Like flop around like a fish? Like he would like kind of like tuck his cock and then like clench his thighs and like and I've I've talked to other people since I knew that 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 also learned how to come that way. And that's their way. That's that. and then you, you you learn the, you know, good Christian way of using your hand and then you move on, you know? Okay. Um but I'm just saying, yeah, I, I disagree with that. But I don't, I don't have any problem with that campaign ad or the somebody running for state senate twerking. That just seems like good fun. Also, I can't do that. I don't have a problem with it. Proves it's that just... she's in decent shape. Sure. I don't have. I mean, also, it's... quite attractive. Okay, I still think it's a little bit. I think it's a bit much for someone to be running for government. You're saying it, you would not. All right. Well, we didn't even talk about the big news in politics this week. Which is what? I won my re-election bid. Did you? For, <laughs> for community board I can't believe I forgot to ask. I'm yeah, that's right. Head. Now, what's worse? This woman running for government and doing that? Or me being re-elected to government and still not knowing what I'm supposed to do? Two terms, baby. I do not know what a co- county committeeman does. Still no clue. Not only that, the guy who ran against me lives across the hall from me and have posters everywhere. And he lost. Turns out, me and my girlfriend really put it over the edge. Yeah? Yeah. Those are two votes you knew you got. Those are the, those are the two votes I know for a fact I got. Unless, like, maybe one of my neighbors was like, oh, is Chris running? Yeah, I'll just check that. <laughs> it's not like I had a platform. You should you should just get, like... I mean, a- I do have a platform, but I mostly just shoot birds off of that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> just get a platform? Just be like, this is my platform. Just go around with a cherry picker and be like, this is my platform. Yes. And then play the A-team music. <laughs> Who's not voting for it? I mean, people already apparently voting you in. Dude, two two times, two times, two times. I also didn't do anything to help the other people working in the campaign around the neighborhood. They were like, hey, can you guys like do this? I went outside. Uh, I had to get more than I had to get three petition signatures this time, and I just went outside and smoked a cigar. And the three guys I talked to in my building came out and signed the petition. That's right. I've got a stranglehold on this uh, assembly district. Stranglehold, Mike. Nailed it. I'm fucking crushing it. And I didn't even twer- I have to twerk for it, Mike. Nah, killed it. Some people got to twerk. I think I see no problem with this lady. I think she's crushing it. All right, we're gonna move on, and then we're closing up the show. Moving. Right. Quick plug for me. Uh, uh, August 27th, I will be co-headlining with our friend Zach Amico in Rochester, New York. Uh, you can go find those tickets. Uh, Comedy at the Carson. We're gonna be. We need people to come out. Please come out. And then also July 17th, I will be with uh, Robbie the Fire. The Right out of Fayetteville, Georgia, show on the 16th, we'll be in uh, Bonacqua, Tennessee, right outside Nashville. Uh, I'm going to post all of those links on my Twitter. At Chris from K-E-Y-N. Pin it right to the top. Uh, those links are all in my link tree, which is in my bio on Instagram, which is also at Chris from K-E-Y-N. Go follow both of those accounts. What do you the next whiskey Obviously, we'll go with this thing in Portland. We'll go see the show at the Comedy Club, whatever. Uh, 
I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. Say good. 